Are you ready? Say, I don't mind. Take my fame. I can't use it. We'll be together. Hello, welcome to Prince Drive by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about chlorine bacon skin from Crystal Ball. Recorded on the 27th of March, 1983, and for some reason they went back to it on the 31st of March, 1983, at Sunset Sound. Uh, and it was released finally on the 29th of January, 1998. On the track, we have Prince on the bass and vocals, and you have Morris Day on the drums. The track itself is 15 minutes 36, and this is it, the longest Prince song recorded. Mm. After this, you have the four songs that make up NEWS, which are all 14 minutes exactly. And then Come is the next longest song, which is like 1118. Uh, and then Crystal Ball is like ten and a half minutes. You know, Prince never recorded any other song that was this long. Uh, and I would I would say that that's a good thing. Do you want me to talk about this track today? Is Zachary Hoskins Hello, Zachary? Hey, I'm I'm disappointed that I wasn't on for Come because otherwise I I could have been on all four longest uh, Prince songs. That was a that was an oversight yeah. <laughs> on my part. <laughs> I mean, in terms of a genre, let's just call this Prince fucking about. Yeah, that's, that's pretty it. much what it is. It's just, it's just Prince. And let's, I will, I will say this: I'm familiar with musicians, and the least enjoyable place to be in the entire world is in a rehearsal room when somebody decides that they're just going to play a beat. They're just going to play that beat. You know, somebody else picks up a guitar and they just start playing a riff, and then somebody else picks up the bass and they just they start slapping it along. The three of them then do that for the next 30 minutes while you're sat there bored out your mind being like i'm sure this is fun if you're playing if you're part of if you're part of the people who are with an instrument in front of you and you are seeing the other people do stuff and you are playing off each other and you know you're vibing that's a fun place to be as the person sitting behind the drums or with the bass in your hand or with the guitar in your hand or the person just kind of singing you know lyrics as you go along it's a wonderful experience to be part of that. To be the person sitting in the room listening to that nonsense, <laughs> it's so boring. And for some reason, Prince and Morris Day felt that they needed to record one of those sessions. Now, I'm not denying that those sessions do not lead to great music. There are tons of Prince songs that just started out with him kind of messing with a riff, and then mm. that turned into a song, and then those songs became classics, and people ended up singing those songs in stadiums. Plenty of those. This song is not one of those songs. <laughs> This is Prince who, in the liner notes, said that the title of the song was made up seconds before you hear it. Which basically means, you know, he, he said the words chlorine bacon skin and that, that just became the title of the song. There are little bits where Prince is kind of instructing Morris Day throughout this song on what to do. That stuff's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. For the rest of it, I mean, also Prince says the words love sexy at one point during this song. This is the earliest instance of him saying that, you know, five years before <laughs> five it became years the title early, of an album. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, look up the lyrics on any lyric site and it's just pages and pages it's and so pages. long <laughs> i'm scrolling through it right now <laughs> the, the lyrics take you 15 minutes just to scroll through it just goes on forever you know and it starts off with prince being like yeah you know nice and breezy motherfuckers what the fuck do you mean you don't have headphones on like this just feels like <laughs> studio conversation and then he says you know this song is called this song is called bacon skin and then of course he, he changed he says it's dedicated to my first wife her name is 
chlorine. That that's when it turns into chlorine bacon skin. Mm. It's not even as if Prince sings in a pleasant voice. He puts this voice on. <laughs> it's his more of a voice. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then for fifteen minutes he's just kind of singing as if he can't sing properly. And in my entire life, in the the you know twenty years since I've owned this album, I've maybe listened to this song all the way through five times. And I think I've listened to the remix of Love Sign, Silky G, whatever. More than that, I'm sure coming back from a night drinking, which is as Morris Day describes how this song came about. You know, it's it's a fun song to be part of. But as a listener, uh, you know, I can't say it's an experience that I ever really enjoy. I mean, I would go through the lyrics, but it's mostly Prince kind of saying the words nice and breezy way too many times and kind of talking about, you know, kind of different um, drum terminologies. And then it's just a lot of him swearing and saying good Lord over and over again. Let's put it like this. The Beatles put out Anthology. They put out three quadruple CDs. Like, they put out a lot of material on Anthology. Even even the Beatles, when they put out stuff that was essentially like a jam, someone had the good sense, that being Sir George Martin, to go into, like, a 16-minute, like, 16-bar blues that they played (laughs) and turn it into a three-minute song and then put that song on the the disc. And of mm. course, Beatles fans were like, "How could you do that, Sir right. George? How could you how could you take the the twenty six minutes that the Beatles played for, where they just literally played the same three chords over and over, and turn that into just a three minute song?" But I think most people were like, "Oh, I got the gist." Yeah. In three minutes of what they would what they were planning on doing, they did that for twenty something minutes. If Prince had had someone out on the outside on this crystal ball project, they would have come in and they'd have looked at this song, they'd have listened to it all the way through, and they'd have said, "Do you know what? I think I can cut this down to about." five minutes they do take it in different places there's a way for someone to go in and you know with the original tapes and just kind of find the like the most interesting five minutes in this song and then put that on crystal ball and then be like there you go that's an essence of what would happen when morris day and prince would just jam. yeah prince was prince's sir george martin so <laughs> there was no there's no editorial control on uh on crystal ball but at a certain point he just starts saying like alfred <laughs> and then he, then he just keeps, and then we get the word Alfred like 20 more times and he starts saying dance and then he's like, Alfred dance. And it's just like, and then he's like, everybody dance. Come on, Alfred dance. And I'm like, stop saying the word Alfred. <laughs> and then he kind of goes back to chlorine mm. and then he talks about how he wants to go to the jungle. Good God. And then, and then he gets stuck on that and he starts talking about blisters and then he goes back to Alfred again. And, you, and then by the time you get to the end, he's like, put on your boots, Alfred, let's go. And you're like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. And I don't think it's really that interesting. And I'm not sure that I need to revisit it. I think in the episodes that we've recorded together, I have usually had a lower score. If it, it, we've, we've either been on the same page or I've had a lower score in the end. And um, so I feel like this is the this is the first time that I've had to really it's it's incumbent on me to kind of speak up in this in this song's defense. Nothing that you're saying is 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 inaccurate. Let me so it makes it difficult to to have any kind of counter argument because it is it's absolutely indulgent. Probably didn't need to come out. It's definitely very bare bones. Uh, I mean, I I think a lot of the time even the. I mean, it's really just rhythm. Even the bass is is basically just playing the beat. There's not a lot of you know melody going on here. I so I, I like it. I think just because I think for a couple of reasons. For one thing, Prince was definitely on some levels a funk artist, and um, you know he he definitely identified himself as a funk artist. So many of his uh, 
you know, his heroes were people like Larry Graham and Sly Stone and George Clinton, James Brown, you know, all of those kinds of people. But a, a lot of the time in the studio, at least Prince's funk tended to be sort of polished. You know, I mean, I, I think for one thing, because he was usually playing it by himself. So there, there can be kind of a kind of an airtight, like made in the studio feel to it. So I enjoy just being able to hear him just like cut loose and play like a funky bass line for 15 minutes. <laughs> so I think that's really, that's one of the appeals for me. And also I just, I, I just love the Morris Day voice. Like I, I think that was one of those things that when I started listening to stuff by Prince that didn't come out on the official albums, you know, the first time I heard this and um, I think like a couple of bootleg tracks where he's doing the voice, it was so mind blowing. Cause it's like, Oh my God, Prince invented Morris Day. Like it's not, you know that it, it wasn't like prince wrote the time songs and morris was like hey let me do this voice it was like prince said i made up this funny voice this is what you're gonna sing with for the next 50 years and morris is still singing in that voice so it's pretty amazing uh you know just on the 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 level of control that he that he had over his side projects is pretty crazy yeah i mean the weirdest thing of course is you know this is the day after they did jungle love right obviously this is around the time that they're recording a lot of stuff for the time to me it just kind of goes on way 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 too long like (laughs) by the time i get to the end i'm like oh like finally you know finally we are done with this we can kind of you know move on to whatever the next song on this album is like the placement of it just feels so weird if it had been like the last track of that second disc (laughs) like it would have been like okay it's just it's just the final track of the disc they're just kind of throwing it away and it's just this silly thing for 15 minutes but as it is you still have like two more songs left like you're still 10 minutes away from the end of the disc by the time you get through these 15 minutes so like it feels like if this had been the end of the disc i would have maybe enjoyed it a bit more and the the fact that you know he says you got any james brown records and then he's like come on alfred pack your shit we've got to get out of here the fact that he mentions james brown it can only make me think of how you know if anyone in james brown's band like missed a beat they would get fined and i'm like this is literally the sloppiest shit. Yeah. Like James Brown would not put up with this kind of nonsense. Like he would not let you just mess about for 15 minutes. If you had 15 minutes with James Brown, James Brown would like, let's get, let's get six songs practiced right. and tightened up. And let's like, let's use this time wisely. You know, almost 16 minutes of just kind of messing about. <laughs> I don't feel I could give it a one out of five because I don't think it, it kind of is that bad. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think it's a one out of five. Um, but at the same time, I, you know, I feel like I'm only going a little bit above. I feel like it's a one and a half, but I'm going to have to give it a two out of five. Um, you know, uh, like at least court in time was only two minutes, you know, 40. So that was, that was over and done with quickly. This just keeps going and going and going. You could listen to court in time three times, four times. You can listen to court in time six times in the time that it takes them to do this song. And I don't even like like this so much more than court in time though. I think everyone likes everything more than court in time, but like that's, that's kind of the last time that I gave anything a two out of five was court in time. Uh, What else have I given a four? I'm trying to think like I'm wavering between a three and a, and a four. It's probably, honestly, with the other things that I've given a four, it's probably not fair to give this a four. So I'll give it a three. <laughs> I'll give it a, I'll, I'll give it a, 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 an, a, an objective three and a, and a sentimental four, just because uh, for whatever reason, I just, I, I, I like, I, I like this track. I like the banter. 
I like the the groove, the the sloppy kind of groove that they're playing. Uh, yeah, I think um, this is this is supposedly the way that a lot of those time albums are, were recorded. So uh, if you think about it, Darren, there's 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 got to be just hours of this kind of stuff <laughs> in the vault. <laughs> I hope I hope that is the stuff that the estate leaves in the vault. They can keep that stuff in the vault. Huh? You yeah. know, unless unless someone's going to come in and, and edit stuff down to get it to like a listenable length, right? Then by all means, release that kind of stuff. Uh, interestingly enough, Prince played this for the first time on the 16th of May, 1983, at the First Avenue um, in in Minneapolis. Um, oh, did he? Is this with with Jaw Wobble? Did he play this? Or... I don't know. I don't know on that particular date, but he did play it again in on tour in like um, 1997 and 2005 and 2010. So he did play it a few more times. But I can only imagine that he didn't take the, you know 15 and a half minutes to play it um, on those particular occasions. Um, you know, I think he probably did it for a little bit shorter. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, and I I feel silly to say this, but no one's covered this. Um, you know, yet. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It's like, the thing is like, like if you, if you were going to cover it, the only way to do it would be to do it the exact same, in which case I'm never going to listen to that. Um, though if there is like a Prince tribute act out there who do this as part of their set, then that would be like a bold and daring move for you to make to just have someone play drums and have someone play a bass for, for 15 and a half minutes on stage recreating this song. Um, you know, that would be like a really bold direction to go in. And that I probably would want to see. I'd be, you know, I, I imagine 10 minutes in people would be booing and throwing things at the stage. But, you know, it'd be interesting to see someone try and pull that off. I feel like we said about as much as we can about chlorine bacon skin. Not that there was really much to say about it in the first place. Um, well, I'm, so... I'm satisfied that the show has went longer than the song. That was my only goal, actually, was just that we could talk longer than the song went on, and we've done it. So, <laughs> Well, let's go to plugs then. Is there anything you wish to plug? Sure. So I also have a, uh, a Chronological Prince podcast. In my case, it's a blog. Um, I, I should have said Chronological Prince Project. In my case, it's a blog called Dance Music Sex Romance. You can find that at princesongs.org. There is also a podcast attached to it, but it's not it's not a chronological, you know, song by song thing. Uh, and then I uh, recently put together a magazine with my sister uh, that is the first issue of which is all writing and art inspired by Prince. It's called Dystopian Dance Party. You can get that in PDF and physical form on blurb.com or you can get it for kindle on amazon and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here zach oh thank you for having me and otherwise goodbye <laughs>